Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you're here. Thanks for tuning in. I'm really excited to talk about this topic today, about what nobody tells you about losing weight. I have gained and lost weight for nearly all of my adult life, and it's always been such a struggle to lose weight. And even in the times I look back where I was kind of fitting in my clothes, I was still white knuckle riding it to the end of every week. And what I mean by that is I was still getting to the end of the week going, oh my God, thank God I ate healthy this week. Oh my God, I can't believe I did my workouts this week. It never felt natural. It never felt like a lifestyle change. And it never worked for me. I have been stuck in a cycle of unhealthy, healthy, on track, off track, four years. I am not exaggerating when I say four years, literally since the age of 17, 17, 18, I've been in a cycle of weight gain and weight loss. And even when I went and trained as a fitness and nutrition coach, and I shared that story with you guys in in last week's podcast episode, I was still never at the point where I was healthy, where I didn't have to worry about my weight. I was still stuck in a cycle of always trying to lose weight. And if I wasn't trying to lose weight, I was off track and I was gaining weight. And I have followed and tried so many weight loss programs over the years and none of them have worked with for me. And I always thought that I was the problem, that it was down to my lack of motivation, down to the fact that I couldn't stick with something, that I had um, a lack of willpower, until I went on a whole new brand new journey of my health. And I actually dropped 42 pounds and kept it off. And I lost weight and I kept it off. And I have lost weight and kept it off. And I'm fit and healthy and I'm free from diet culture. I'm free from all those shackles that held me back. I'm free from my unhealthy habits. I quit alcohol on the 1st of May, 2022. I no longer comfort eat, which for those of you that have tuned into my podcasts, know comfort eating has played a massive, massive part of my life. Never did I ever think I'd see the day where I wasn't going home after a stressful day and eating on the couch. I felt back then it was just something that I was never going to fix. In fact, I used to think the people that said they didn't comfort eat were making it up like they did. And that was before I went on my new journey. And what I want to share with you in the episode today is is five things that nobody tells you about losing weight. And I'm talking to you today if you're stuck in weight loss culture. If you're stuck, if you're if you've been following diet plans, if you've been part of Weight Watchers and Slimming World, if you have been tracking your food, weighing yourself, and you just feel like you're going around on a conveyor belt, I want you to know that I was on that conveyor belt too. I want you to know that I was really unhealthy. I was drinking too much alcohol. I was eating way too much. I was eating too big portions. I was comfort eating. I was doing all the things. I was weighing myself. I was trying to count my calories. I was restricting during the week and going crazy at the weekends. I've done it all. I've done it all. And not only that, I did it all for years. And I was trapped for years too, trapped so trapped in that cycle, so, so trapped in waking up on a Monday morning and thinking, okay, I've got this, here I go again, here I go again. I did that for so many years that I literally would get to a Monday and be like, I I can't spend another Monday like this, I can't go on like this. 
I, 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 and it was one of the reasons that kind of I, I hit rock bottom that made me actually go on a journey and know that there had to be something out there that worked because this cycle of what I was doing wasn't working. So I'm going to share them with you. If you're stuck, if you're trapped, if your clothes are too tight, if you're weighing yourself, if you're going around in circles, I'm going to share with you five truths that set me free and went on to help me drop 42 pounds forever and become fit and healthy and never have to now. Like be thinking my clothes are getting tight, my clothes are getting loose. Ever. You're just done. So number one, the weighing scales is lying to you. And if you've been told that the weighing scales works or that you should weigh yourself to lose weight, it is wrong. It is inaccurate. The weighing scales is lying to you. And have you been told to weigh yourself? Because if you're being told to weigh yourself, the person that's telling you is giving you a big untruth. Big untruths. Weigh-ins and weighing yourselves. It creates unnecessary pressure. It creates unnecessary stress. It keeps you focused on the wrong things. It's an inaccurate measuring tool. It can make you feel bad in yourself. It can make you demotivated and not want to do your healthy action steps. Weighing yourself is a really bad representation of your true weight and it can really warp your sense of self-worth. For example, water retention is a thing. And if you have a diet that's high in sodium, you are going to have water retention and that is going to make you heavier or lighter on the weighing scales, depending on whether you have water retention or not water retention. A dietitian, Robbie Clark, says that, you know, pre-period or menstruation or menopause or all the hormonal changes in our bodies that some women can put up to four kilos in fluid pre-period liter of water you just drank that's going to show on the weighing scales and the same for food so what I want you to know first and foremost is that the weighing scales is weighing all of you all of you the food you've eaten the water you've drank your your the size of you it's taking into account all of you it is not taking into account your fat on your body it's not taking into account your body fat percentage. There's so many reasons why the measuring, the weighing scales is an inaccurate measuring tool. Number one, muscle weighs more than fat. So muscle weighs more than fat. So if you are exercising and if you're a woman over 40 and you're doing some form of strength training or resistance training, muscle weighs more than fat. So you're going to have muscle on your body, which is a really good thing. Lean muscle mass. That's the stuff that gives you a high metabolism that helps you burn up to double the amount of calories at rest per day compared to somebody that doesn't do strength training. So that's the stuff that's going to help your body burn fat every day. So if you're doing that, you're getting fit, you're getting healthy, you're going to be burning more energy off your body than somebody that doesn't do strength training. However, it's going to weigh slightly heavier on the weighing scales. So you could be like, what happened to me is you could like drop dress sizes on in, in your clothes. You can drop inches and your clothes can get looser and the weighing scales isn't going to reflect that. Now that doesn't mean that you haven't lost weight. You have lost weight because your clothes are getting looser. You've dropped fat. You've lost weight, but it's just, this is what we call it, you've lost weight. You have lost weight. You've dropped fat. However, you've also gained lean muscle, which is really, really a great thing. Skinny, lean muscle, not the bodybuilder stuff. 
And the wing scales is never going to reflect that. So what, what can very often happen is, and I've seen this happen so many times for many women, is that they start to work out, they start to do all the right things. So they're doing the right things. However, they're measuring themselves with a the wrong thing. I'm just saying wrong thing, just to keep it simple. So they're doing the right things. They're getting a high metabolism. They're building lean muscle mass. So they're burning double the amount of calories, double the amount of energy at rest. And somebody that's not lifting weights, that's all really, really good. That's going to really help them burn fat and get trim and feel great in their clothes. However, they're still using this really archaic measuring tool, which is jumping up and down on the weighing scales. And they're going oh my God, I'm so demotivated. Here I am doing all the right things and nothing is being shown on the weighing scales. So what nine times out of 10 happens is, and it's happened to me, is those women will then feel really demotivated and that has a knock-on effect with their action steps. For example, they might skip a workout because they're feeling like, what's the point? They might start eating more food. They might, they might, comfort eat, turn and have like biscuits and sweets or just go crazy at the weekend because they weighed themselves on a Friday. They didn't see any weight loss results in the weighing scales and they just went crazy and they got demotivated for about four or five days and then they were like, okay, I'll get back on track now. And I have seen this. Women have told me in check-ins that they have done this. My clients at the beginning of my program tell me this. Hey, Jessica, oh my God, I, I must say I just went a bit off track there for a few days because I jumped on the weighing scales. And, and I just want to remind you, in case you need a reminder, and of course you need a reminder because everywhere out there, the weight loss industry that pour billions of pounds to try and get you to use this old archaic stuff, they're telling you to weigh yourself. So of course you're going to get tempted. I'm telling you now, you're just going to, if you're anything like me, you're just going to keep going around in circles. And the times that you do hit on the right things to do, if the way, if you're still weighing yourself and the weighing your scales is kind of giving you this, like these messages, like, no, what you're doing isn't working. What you're doing isn't working. Of course you're going to be tempted to stop. But what if you took away those messages, i.e. the weighing scales that were telling you that you weren't getting anywhere? What if you stopped measuring yourself with the weighing scales and you took that away and you just focused on your action steps? What's going to happen is you're not getting any negative feedback. So you're going to continue to focus on the action steps that, that work and you're going to get results and you're going to build lean muscle and you're going to burn fat and you're going to feel terrific in your clothes. That can only happen over time and you can only become consistent and continue on with healthy action steps over time if you don't have a negative little birdie, i.e. the weighing scales on your shoulders, telling you that what you're doing isn't working. So I want to really remind you today that I was stuck in this. I was stuck in this. I'm not just like telling you to do this and hope it's going to work. I'm telling you that I weighed myself for years and I was stuck in this cycle for years. And then I decided I was going to go on a new journey and I was going to investigate all the reasons why the weighing scales don't work. And I did. And I stopped the weighing scales. And that was when I dropped dress sizes. And that was when I stopped having that negative this couldn't be working, this couldn't be working. I got rid of that. I got rid of the weighing scales. And because of that, I was able to continue on with my action steps every week and actually get results. And I want the same for you too. Reminder that muscle mass weighs more than fat, lean muscle mass. A reminder that the weighing scales is just weighing you, not your body fat. 
a reminder that you can't gain weight after one night. It's water retention in your body. Sodium binds itself to water. So if you eat food with a high salt content, you're going to retain water and you're going to feel like bloated and puffy. And yeah, you will weigh more on the scales. So get rid of the weighing scales. They're an inaccurate measuring tool. Number one. Number one. Number two. The harder you focus on weight loss, the more you focus on weight loss, the harder it's going to be. Weight loss keeps you focused on one metric. And when you focus on one metric like weight loss, it's almost blinding you to your action steps. Think of like, think is, think of it like a little bird on your shoulder, like tweeting. That's you focusing on weight loss. And like the, the bird is tweeting and tweeting and tweeting and, you, and you're really distracted and you keep listening to this bird tweeting. And it just keeps you focused on the road ahead. You can't look ahead. You can't look at your action steps because this bird is tweeting on your shoulder. <laughs> that was such a bad analogy. But I think you know what I mean. The truth is, if you're healthy and your action steps are healthy, your body is going to be healthy. The truth is, if your action steps are healthy and you're healthy, your body is going to be healthy. But what I see happen with so many women and what I've seen with myself on, on myself over the years, if, if you're so obsessed on one thing, you're not going to be able to see things clearly. I have seen and met so many women that stop what they're doing because of what the weighing scale said. Now, remember with the weighing scales and remember what, when you focus on your weight, that you're being controlled by that number. You're fixating on something, you're fixating on weight loss, and you're not really paying much attention to the facts, which are your action steps. So if you keep focusing on whether or not your clothes are getting looser, or if you keep focusing on, on what you weigh, you're not focusing on your actual action steps and your behavior that you're doing day in, day out. You, you almost like forget about it and keep focused on the number. And what I've, I've noticed and what I've noticed with myself is when I let weight loss go and I decided instead to focus on figuring out the action steps needed, required to be fit and healthy and to feel really good in your clothes and to be confident and calm and to really enjoy your life over 40 and get your identity back and all those lovely goals. And when you focused on that, the results came. That if you've weight on your body, that needs to come off, that's unhealthy, that it will. But not if you're focused on that. Think of your weight almost like the outcome of your action steps, the product of your action steps. It doesn't make sense to focus on the product of your action steps. It makes sense to focus on your action steps. We're all overweight for a reason. And however, I feel sometimes that for me, I never focused on that reason. I just focused on the outcome of my action steps. So I was doing all these action steps and I was overweight and I just gave out about the overweight part and just focused on that. However, if I said to myself, well, why am I overweight and what action steps are required to get me fit and healthy? And what if I followed those from somebody that's been there, done that? Surely I'll be fit and healthy. Yes, yes, you will. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. And that's exactly what we do in Thrive Academy. And by the way, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching to learn more about my Thrive Academy program. That's jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. Number three, timeline plans 
don't work. And I've come to realize they don't work. Because number one, you put too much focus on a short period of time, not thinking, can I keep this up? So like six week programs and 12 week programs. And and I've been the culprit of doing that too. When I first started out on my journey of being a coach, I was 12 week program, six week program. I did all those sort of things. I was part of the problem too, because I didn't know. If you think about it, like when I was trying to lose weight and get fit and healthy and I was doing those programs and putting a timeline on it, I was willing to do things for a short period of time that I wasn't willing to do after that. So it makes such sense that I would like do the things required to get me fit and healthy and lose weight for six weeks or for 12 weeks, but not after that. So all my mind and all my brain was trying to do was to get me a certain amount of results in a specific space of time. So when you're focused on one thing, you're not focused on another. So when I was focused on losing weight in a specific period of time, or let's say getting fit and healthy and keeping the focus off weight loss in a specific period of time, that's keeping me off focus about how to actually get fit and healthy for life. I'm focused on the action steps that are working short term, and I'm not focusing on the action steps that are going to get me results long term. You're not focused on long-term solutions when you're doing a quick fix. You're just focused on what happens short-term. And you never think when you're doing these short programs, what happens when I stop? But what happens when we stop is we go back to our old habits because the new habits that we built in were just short-term. And I got so sick of going around in circles that I knew my new program, my new plan, had to stop the cycle of lose weight for six weeks or lose weight for 12 weeks and then bang, back to square one. And this is what happened to me for years. Years and years and years. I want to give you a shortcut here. I want to really give you a shortcut because jeepers, it's easy for me to look back in hindsight now and go, oh my God, Jessica, now you know you did this, you focused on weight, you jumped on the weighing scales, you you had a timeline to your program, like 12 weeks, six weeks. I can see the damaging effect that has now. But when you're in it, you can't. It makes such sense to me now that if you're, if you're following a six-week or a 12-week program, how a part of your brain is going to be like, it's okay, it's okay, this is only for 12 weeks, it's only for 12 weeks. And you never stop and think all that wasted time that I could have been spent ingraining maybe less habits, but ones that stuck for life, that become second nature. It's like brushing your teeth. It's not actually like building a habit. And I know that might sound crazy. Will ever exercise ever become like brushing my teeth? Yes, it will implemented correctly and implemented well. Yes, it can and it will. I promise you. I promise you. Anything else is just a band-aid. You're just putting a band-aid on a problem rather than getting to the root cause of the problem. Things I wish I'd known years ago. Years ago. I would have saved myself years. Okay, so um, I want to go to truth number Four. So I want to say to you that anything food related, if you're, if you're working on losing weight, anything food related, in my opinion, isn't going to work. Like you're not fixing the real problem. It's like somebody waving a flag over here and saying, look over here, look over here. It just keeps you 
blinkered. It keeps you blinded from, from, from the actual real problem. From the actual real problem. So anyway, I'm not really making sense. So I, I want to make sense for a second. So I want to give you an example of focusing on food and focusing on low calorie food and low fat food for example like this is a waste of time number one the reason that that stuff doesn't work is because when you go for low fat stuff and low calorie stuff you can convince yourself that what you're about to eat is healthy so you might go for you know some of those protein bars out there most of them are unhealthy and you think to yourself or like lentil chips or, or some of the stuff that's actually unhealthy and you see that it's like low fat protein bar and you think because it's designed to make you think this way okay I'm going for the healthier option and you do that like a few times a week you've convinced yourself or the marketing company has convinced you that what you're doing is the healthier option when actually it's not healthy at all it's it's just pretending to be a healthier version of the other version that they market to different people they're just trying to tap into a different market they're trying to open up to get more people to eat their stuff and all those most of those protein bars are really really unhealthy and they, it's just like having, you may as well just have a chocolate bar. Also, avoiding fat and thinking that fat is bad, when fat is actually really good, you sometimes can miss out on beneficial foods such as nuts, oily fish and olive oil. And instead, you can convince yourself that a low fat muffin is healthy. So you get really like fat obsessed and worried about fat. So you tend to avoid nuts, fish, olive oil, avocados, all that good st stuff. And what you, you, you tend to go more towards the low fat things. When actually a small bit of fat is really, really good for us. Now, don't quote me on this, but I think something like the World Health Organization recommends that we have 30 to 35% of fat. But anyway, um, I don't like getting too much into food um, because I'm a, just a firm believer in it's, it's, it's the reasons why we're overeating. And guidelines are really great, but I hate to get into the specifics because I myself find it really, really triggering. Um, but what, what I really want to try and say to you is, I, what worked for me was giving up the low fat, low calorie stuff, because part of that problem is convincing yourself that the thing that you're having is healthier. I encourage you to focus on getting in quality food and focus on the source of the food that you're eating. Harvard Health Medical School did a study and it was that people that ate processed food the low fat processed food gained weight and they were much more unhealthy compared to people that didn't eat that low calorie processed food. So all the things you see in the shops like um, the done for you dinners that say that they're low fat and low in calorie, much better to just avoid those altogether if you can and find another way to get simple healthy food into you like an air fryer that you can cook chicken with potatoes in 20 minutes time and then throw on a bit of veg what I'm trying to say is move away from the low fat low calorie marketing stuff that's going on and just focus on the source and the quality of your food 
Um, yeah, Dr. Stanford, people who ate the ultra-processed food gain weight. Each group was given the meals with the same number of calories and instructed to eat as much as they wanted. Uh, but when participants ate the processed food, they ate on average X amount of 500 calories on average um, and the same people's calories increase when they ate the unprocessed food. So um, it's much better off to eat healthy food and make sure that you focus on the type of food that you eat that all food isn't created equal all food isn't created equal and best to focus on quality healthy foods then looking at what's low fat what's low calorie and all that rubbishy stuff that's still just processed food um okay so number five um getting rid of calorie counting really helped me get fit and healthy and when you're counting calories you tend to fixate on the calorie figures alone and this is a little bit like what I was chatting to you about the low fat stuff so it can mean choosing foods simply because their calorie counts are low so sometimes it might mean choosing between processed diet snacks and because these products have very little nutrients in them, you're missing out on essential vitamins, vitamins and minerals. But also, did you know that low in fat can also mean high in sugar? So keep the focus off calorie counting, put the focus on food quality and then healthy lifestyle practices to get you where you want to be. And a reminder that not all calories are created equal. In 2019, another study was done in cell metabolism found that eating processed foods seemed to spur people on to eat more calories and eat more processed food compared to unprocessed food. I've done that myself. Have you ever noticed if you've eaten like something like a protein bar or something like processed that you're actually more hungry afterwards? I used to think I was an absolute weirdo until I read that before. I was like, oh my God, why do I suddenly feel more hungry after eating this thing than when uh, I didn't eat it at all? So a gentle reminder to you that counting calories can really send you down a path of obsession. It can send you down a path of focusing on the calorie count as opposed to the source of the food. It can keep you eating processed food that tell you that they're low in calorie that actually make you gain weight rather than focusing on natural quality food on natural quality food and you can learn more about this at harvard health medical school and the studies that they did on this they spent years uh, studying uh, the difference in two groups between one giving unprocessed healthy food and the other ultra processed options that were uh, low calorie um, and it was absolutely incredible, the, the difference in the results. Um, however, just getting rid of the counting calories mentality and focusing on eating healthy food and focusing on why you may be overeating and why you may be having too much big portions at dinner and why you might be struggling to sit down on the couch after dinner and, and, and not eat or why you may be like going to the fridge during the day when you've already had breakfast and lunch. Those things are really, really important in discovering your relationship with food rather than being trapped in a cycle where you're tracking and you're uploading and you're writing out your food and you're counting calories 
all that stuff, all that stuff that you don't need and is keeping you away from getting fit and healthy and it's keeping you trapped in the weight loss culture and the diet culture that don't have your best interests at heart. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you, if you could, please so much to share it with a friend, send it in their WhatsApp group or share the link um, uh, via email. I would appreciate that so, so much. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to know more about my coaching program, Thrive Academy, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching, jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. Thanks for listening.